twice. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna eat some salmon roe or cod roe or whatever this yeah, is. Yeah, I was gonna have one too. So um you talk to your kids every day when they're not when you're not with them? Every day? Apparently that's what good fathers do. Yeah, uh, that seems a little. You don't have to talk to them every single day, especially if you're. They're not. Especially when they're eleven and nine and don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. <sighs> I didn't talk to my father every day. He went on vacations, you know, not vacations, but he went on trips. Mm-hmm. And it was a different time technologically, but still. Yeah. Well, you know. It's getting into the stuff I can't talk about right now. So. Um. That that was tasty. It was tasty. And spicy. (laughs) Couple things. Yes, sir. SpaceX just had their um, recent launch of... The third launch of the Falcon Heavy. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, they were... What did they launch? I saw I saw the article. Navy, a bunch of Navy satellites. Okay. Um They're doing great with, with get, at least getting the um the side uh boosters down. This one the court almost landed, but Musk was saying before he thought there was a fifty percent chance that it would mm-hmm. that it would work because it was coming down faster than they had ever done before. Okay. And um They had a uh some kind of failure with the crew module or something like that? There was something with the crew module, yeah, where... Um, yeah, I'm not sure what exactly happened, but it it was fine, but there was something that... I just saw the story where they're talking about how SpaceX is going to lose out to Boeing or whoever. Who was doing the... Um, the other project, the Orion or whatever, or... No, it wasn't Orion. It was... Uh, I guess it was probably United Launch Systems, maybe? Mm. Or someone who was working on something alternative to get people to the International mm. Space Station. And being as busy as I am, I didn't get to follow up on what the failure was for SpaceX. As far as I know, they're still, they still plan to do another crew demonstration, this time with the crewed... Dragon. I think there yeah. was something that there was an issue with the dragon, but I think they solved it. Okay. I think. But um, I don't know when that will be. This is the last Falcon Heavy launch until fall of 2020 on the schedule. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's crazy. But, they, but they've been doing stuff so that, I mean,. It's it's almost routine the way they've been mm-hmm. launching things up and landing their boosters. Yeah, I mean it's freaking magical that they can actually take something that's orbital. They can go from zero to orbital, mm, suborbital. The the, oh, the, the it's the first stage. It's yeah. only the first okay. stage. All right, all right. It's purely ballistic. Well, not not purely because they actually turn around the the mm-hmm. the, the stuff that is the. Um, yeah, so it's, it's not it's not purely because there is going there is an entry burn no matter what, mm-hmm. but the ones that actually come back are they flip around and they do two burns. I mean, they've actually landed at 
the takeoff site. Yeah. Not all of them have been out on drone drone ships. Yeah, right. Just crazy that, you know, the the, uh, orbital dynamics, the physics, the ballistics of the thing, Mm -hmm. allow that to work out, right? Yeah, it was cool the latest one because they even had like infrared of it coming in. Mm-hmm. And let me see if I, can, if I can bring it up for you because it was just, it was cool to watch. At one point with the infrared, for a second I thought they blew up. And I, other people who were watching apparently did too just because mm-hmm. on the infrared all it looks like everything bursts in the flames. It was like, kind of like, well, when you're going through launch, right, there's the max, what do they call it? Max Q. Max Q. Or it's the most pressure. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of like what you're seeing, but in reverse? No, I w- oh. it was it was the lighting. Is it would watching these things come down infrared? They have sort of dots, mm-hmm. and they start to resolve a bit more, and then all of a sudden, it looks like the whole thing bursts into flames. And and in a sense, it did, but it was just the bottom. But because it's an infrared view, because it was doing a burn. Yeah. Or, okay. So here is the. Next. I still love you. <laughs> I'll turn off the sound, but okay. Here they are coming in. What's Blue Origin been up to? <laughs> Blue Origin is slow, slowly but surely building up their systems, and I think they're just um, doing it without fanfare. Yeah, basically. So we're about to have the entry burn. So yeah, it focuses on you seem to focus on one. This is the exhaust rod on the right there. Okay, so this is the the vacuum engine. This is this is the second stage. Okay. Oh, so it's somewhere else. Okay. Right. So these are you saw the one over here, one dot up mm-hmm. here. Yeah. This these are the two Okay. Uh, I thought they were both showing the same thing, but this yeah. was like on ship showing the see how it looks like an exhaust rod. Yeah. Right? So yeah. No, it's, it's a vacuum, so but so this is going to light up in a second or two for the entry for not no the entry burn already did this this is the the land it's in, well it's one of the burns I think there there's gonna be an entry burn here there it is oh yeah that looks like a, a catastrophic failure but it's not <laughs> and here are the two boosters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're coming down that was their. Uh, not their entry burn, but their, I guess, alignment burn. Okay. And so here, and now you can start to see some definition for me. And this is gonna look really cool. So I would, I would check, recommend you stop looking at your phone and look at this. <laughs> You're gonna start to see now definition. Look at those fins. Those are, those are at the front. Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, I just got good news for work. Sorry. It's good news. Watch the freaking video. You don't believe. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So now you start to see the rocket, right? So you can see there's the bottom, and those are the fins at the top. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to really pitch down. And watch, just watch this. Here comes the landing burn. Boom. And these are the views from the tops of the rockets, and this is from the side mm-hmm. as they land. Yeah. That's a Cape Canaveral, Cape or Cape Kennedy, or yeah, Canaveral. I mean, Cape Kennedy. I think. I don't, I don't know. One of well, the capes. Whatever they call it today, they're both the same place. Boom. 
Wait, they land at the same time? They land the same, roughly the same time, like a second or two off of each other. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you would think they took off at the same time, they should land at the same time, but you would think, like, oh, there's going to be enough variation in the system that they might land 10, they 15 landed, seconds apart. Uh, they landed about uh, two seconds apart. I would expect more variation. I mean, it's it's a mostly... You saw the engines are not right. on for very long. Right. All right, so what's your good news from work? I just... Guy that I offered a position to my first my first real hire. Oh. So anyway. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. Sorry, I was distracted, but I've been trying to fill a position and I just felt it. Yay. Yay. Um Okay, there was something else I wanted to bring up. Do you have anything? Uh oh yeah, there's this. It's getting weird. Um did you watch Legion by any chance? No, not yet. Okay. Oh, so on Xbox, right, they have Game Pass, which is this kind of monthly subscription where you get access to a hundred games, whatever you want. They added Super Hot to it. I'm like, oh, I like Super Hot. Wonder what it's like without a connect and without VR. It's not very good. It's not the VR game, right? It's a different it's the same kind of game. Oh, really? But uh, you have you use your two sticks. One aims and one moves. Your aim stick doesn't speed up time. So you can aim as much as you want. Mm-hmm. And the move stick does the time thing. And it was really hard to tell when you're close enough to grab something. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't... As immersive, I mean, obviously it wasn't as immersive, but like because it wasn't as immersive, as immersive, it's like, eh, whatever. Like, why would I want to play this? <laughs> yeah, when I could play an Oculus version, of Super Hot. Super Hot is is a really good VR game. Um, I uh, I went onto a a flat Earth Discord and actually talked oh. to some people. Okay. It's fascinating. They change your mind. No. <laughs> how do flat earthers figure out how to use Discord? That's what I know. It's really weird. They they have this aversion to math. When when I start bringing up math, they're like math, 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 math. And then sometimes they'll, they'll say, like one of their big things is they try to argue against gravity by saying general relativity has superseded Newtonian gravity, so gravity's not a force. But it's like, I know general relativity. They can't throw that shit past me that they can some, you know, yeah. somebody doesn't know this shit. So I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about the gravitational potential. You're talking about a stress energy tensor. And the way, and they're, and they're like, oh, you're bringing up all this, all this stuff. That's, it's like, you brought, you brought it up. One of the things that, it, so one, of, one of their new things uh, is oh, there's new developments there, in the there, flat Earth science. There is new development in terms of how they're trying. So, the, one of their things is how can there be because they're trying to find some way to justify their belief. Why? Because because they they believe they they they, they, uh, they do believe it. But how can there be atmosphere? How can there be gas pressure without a container? Is their thing. Because they think that because the Earth and its atmosphere 
sits in a vacuum. The vacuum should suck mm-hmm. all of the air out of the earth, which is not what vacuums do. Vacuums don't suck. That's not how it works. When you have a vacuum cleaner, for example, and it creates a vacuum inside of it, the air pressure from outside is pushing stuff in to fill the vacuum. Vacuum is not sucking stuff. There is a little thing called second law of thermodynamics. The system in equilibrium can't do any work. The system can't do work. It can't pull stuff away. But what is the container? I said the gravitational potential of the Earth. That you know that contains it because you, it can't get out of its gravitational potential. It doesn't have the energy to do it. What is gravitational potential? The potential well caused by the Earth's mass and energy. What what is that? I try to explain it, and and then when I say you know the be. And it causes the force of gravity. So are you saying gravity is a force? Because we know gravity is not a force. Mm. The other thing that, that was like, what what is the... So they were just kind of trolling you until they got to their talking point. Together. Basically, basically. <laughs> they, they, they wouldn't listen to anything that I would say. And I was being very calm. Mm-hmm. Uh... You're picking fights with flat earthers. I wasn't. I wasn't picking fights. No, but you're 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 engaging in academic games with flat earthers. I was engaging because I wanted to see where, uh, as a cultural sort of like experiment. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't so much frustrated as as was like. You're not even going to let me talk, are you? You know, just that, that kind of thing. But. Uh, there was a point where one of the thing that stuck out most to me was one point this guy was trying to make the, the argument. And he said, "What is you know what is the Torah value of of outside of the Earth's atmosphere versus inside of the Earth's atmosphere?" I said, "I I have no idea. I, I know that it's zero atmospheres in the vacuum of space and one atmosphere in uh, the Earth's you know in the Earth's atmosphere." Said, but what is the Torah value? I, I don't know. I said, well, it's 25 on Earth, and it's 10 to the negative 17 out in space. And I was like, okay, so one is 25, one is very close to zero. I think there was a misunderstanding, because I don't think you understood the 10 to the negative 17 doesn't mean way on the other side of the graph. It means just very, very close to zero. Mm-hmm. Doesn't understand, you know, no understanding of scientific notation. Um, when th- one of the claims was there's no experimental evidence for gravity, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> right. I just did an experiment, and oh, when when I when I said that, they were like, "Well, for, one of their claims is that that has that's only density, not <laughs> uh, gravity. What causes dense things to fall in a direction?" Well, hold on a sec. Okay, so if they're thinking that density slash buoyancy is independent from gravity or... No, it, no, it, it completely explains gravity. Gravity is completely explained by density and buoyancy. Gravity is a 
artifact of what we call gravity. Is an, yes, an artifact of density and buoyancy. Makes no sense based on the observations that we've observed or that we can do. Plus, what causes the direction of... Yeah, what causes the direction of the buoyant force. <laughs> they just... It does that. Why, does there, why is there a density gradient in the atmosphere? Boggles the mind. Uh, yeah, trying to. You know, they, yeah, they they jump on these things that they don't understand because they're trying to find some way out of it. So like, they're saying that the Cavendish experiment wasn't a scientific experiment because it doesn't have an independent variable. I was like, sure it does. The the variable is the twisting of the torsion wire as the masses move towards each other. That's not good enough. Now you have to, you have to. Oh yeah, one of the things is science has to explain natural phenomena. But if you set up an experiment, that's not a natural phenomena. What I know, it's it's madness. Madness reigns supreme. It's crazy. Um. But I mean, do you really expect to convince them of logic and reason? No, not 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 at, not in one conversation. Uh, I don't plan. I don't know if I plan on going back. I may go back at some point just to be like. Uh, That's kind of like telling the person I've been arguing with that uh, their argument is stupid, or wrong. I or I, off I never made. I never went in that direction. No, but I, I, I never. Mean, I'm sorry. I didn't say it right, but like. So much want to talk about what I can talk about. <laughs> they're they're not going to listen to to logical. I mean, they believe it emotionally, and they don't. Mm-hmm. Then they're not going to be convinced by me going in there. That's why I was trying to be calm and just sort of go through it and try not to. I didn't quite do this, but if I go back in there again, my point will, will be not to try to uh, attack their arguments, but their method of reasoning itself, uh, and be like, "You're not thinking about this correctly," because uh, they're getting you know they're getting bombarded by people well, on, so, on, on so, other so. places telling them that their arguments are wrong. Someone has to tell them that they're thinking wrong as well. Yeah. I mean, telling someone the thinking wrong is, is low chance of success, right? No, I'm, I'm hoping that should, it compounds with other things to help at least one But what you could say is, have you considered this? Or, you know, um, it could be that, or it could be this. Right? And, or, sure, that's one way of, that's one perspective, but what about this perspective, you know? So don't tell them the wrong or thinking about it wrongly, but give them... Like... Based on something I read uh, just recently, there's been some work on, on the idea of changing people's minds. And it's not just about... And, and there, according to, to this work, which is I think on Scientific American that I read this, uh, attacking both... Uh, attacking both the the... the their facts or their or, or what they believe and their method of reasoning can be useful 
So, so being like full on harsh about it, not harsh, oh. but making sure that they're aware, and that and that they. That's hilarious that there's been research on how to change people's minds. I mean, in this in this world, <laughs> you need it when there are people who believe that gravity doesn't exist. Oh yeah, so why does I, I was asked how come stuff doesn't fall? How come? Uh, you know what is evidence of gravity? Is like it's everywhere. Everything gravitates. Things fall down. Things, things orbit. And the guy was like, "Aha! So, but things falling down, things orbit. That's different, isn't it? No, things are following geodesics. It's different by the amount of speed. <laughs> one has enough speed not to hit the Earth. The other one doesn't. I just said things are following geodesics, and he yeah. just had no response. Just oh, geodesics. Oh, using math again. Using big words. Yeah. You could say, one is going fast enough to keep missing the Earth, and the other one isn't. Yes. But truthfully, yeah, they're both trying, they're both following geodesics. That is the... the sure, sure, but... That's the, that's the bigger, you know, if they, if they want to use general relativity because, you know, because they, they insist that, Einstein, that that Newton doesn't work, general relativity completely replaced Newton. And I, told, I tried to explain to them that they're equivalent at, at certain energies and then they they went crazy and i said no 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 what i'm saying is the equations for for newtonian gravity and the equations for general relativity equal the same thing at small energies that's mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying and you yeah. can do the math and do that for yourself yeah. at small energies or certain resolution mm-hmm. you, know, you could say different ways right because i mean that's what you learn in school right you learn the simple way first and then you learn more resolution more detail more mm-hmm. nuance later and then you can see where the two things deviate and you have to use the more complicated thing yeah it's like you know rounding versus calculus right i mean when you learn how rotation works it's very simple but then when you start to get into the complex parts of understanding rotation mm-hmm. you understand that there's a whole layer that wasn't introduced to you because there were certain things that were assumed mm-hmm. but it turns out you can pull some of those assumptions out and when you do you get this very interesting mathematical structure you can use it's and it's just a matter of of going through the, the process of, of learning and understanding it and it's not ultimately all that difficult but you just have to be willing to put the time in yeah and I don't, I don't expect people to be willing necessarily to put the time in just for no reason. But if you're, but if you're going to be spouting out stuff about that's demonstrably wrong, then you should kind of learn a little bit about what it is that you're talking about when it comes to the natural world. If, you, if your whole belief system is going to be on something that is easily provable to be wrong, yeah, I just. just wonder what their motivation is, like why that... It's a community. That, that's a community. That's so. their motivation. Yeah. It, they feel special because they're small and... They're, they're small. They, they think they have some secret knowledge. Yeah. They think they're right. Uh, and being in this community reinforces that. Uh, and when they are... I mean, I was... You know, I had eight people jumping on me, but I maintained my cool. In fact, I think I, I think you can even listen to it because they stream it on on a wet on a on a YouTube thing, and it's and they save it. So yeah, you can listen to me talk to them and try. Flat earthers. 
Look, if I'm going to teach somebody, then it should be a challenge. <laughs> it's like the worst religion ever. Yeah. Yes, it's demonstrably wrong. <laughs> Easily. But a lot of it is motivated in religion. A lot of them have this thing where the Bible is... Well, motivated in, in traditional religion, but in a more modern term, it's their religion. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah, their yeah. belief system. It's mm-hmm. their faith. It's their... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Absent of any deities or creation. No, no, they, they a lot, some of them are very biblical. So, I'm sure they are. Yeah, yeah. But this belief is orthogonal to that belief. Or maybe not. Sorry, no, no. So no, they they some of them believe it because they they believe every word of the Bible and the Bible they they believe according to the Bible the, the Bible, Bible says the earth is flat. Does some some parts of it can be interpreted that way? Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Sure. Sure. It's a good thing those people four thousand years ago had like the perfect grasp of the universe. And, you know, no observation since could change that. Yeah. Like, they said, when I when I brought up how a lot of people have known this, like, you're going to mention Aristosthenes? And I was like, I can mention Aristotle's physics. That came before Aristosthenes. This is the one of the defining texts of, of, of the ancient uh, worldview, and that had a spherical Earth. I don't... Aristosthenes was somebody was the guy who who, who uh, figured out how roughly how large the Earth was because there was a, a well in um, oh, okay. in the... Egypt that the sun uh, and at a certain one day in the year there were no, the sun wouldn't cast a shadow and then from where he was it was seven degrees off and he, by measuring that angle he could then measure and so they like they claimed that that's bullshit. Fake news. Yeah, fake, fake fairy tale. And I'm like, <laughs> go read Aristotle's Physics. If you, I mean, it's it's a it's a ponderous piece of of material. But if you want to understand what you know, how they thought of things in the ancient world, two hundred years before Aristosthenes, go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. But uh, in in some sense, very interesting, very interesting phenomena that that um, were I in my late twenties or early thirties, I'd be much more angry at than I am now, and I'm more kind of fascinated by it. It's hard to hard to get me angry on these sorts of things. I'm just sort of I get frustrated. But not angry. Especially when there's a possibility Trump can be reelected. Yeah. Yeah. It, can, you be you. I got bigger shit to worry about. Well, I, one of the reasons why I've, I've jumped whole hardcore back into studying the physics is because I don't want to pay attention to the rest of the world. It, mm-hmm. Physics makes sense. It's, it's just there and I can, I can keep getting more and more knowledge and better mm-hmm. understanding of these things. And it will always be there. It will always be just like... <laughs> right. I can just put my effort into that and, and not worry about the shit that's out of my control anyway. And... And it bugs the fuck out of me to try to worry about it. So it's just like, no, just... 
put my mental energy in learning something mm-hmm. that feels a lot more satisfying to me all right i got a piece so let's wrap this up all right see thanks yes. everyone